With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pitt. You are with the Raspy Voice Kids for the Hale West Virginia podcast. We're brought to you by the fine people at Swill Dog. The finest hard cider in all the land. Shrinkables. Shrinkables. Sandwich University and uh, Astor Auto of Charleston. We are going to talk about what you all love talking about, and that is recruiting. We have with us Chris Anderson. He is a West Virginia football reporter. He also covers basketball. He uh, runs the Ear Sports uh, website. If you've ever checked that out, you probably enjoy it immensely. If you have not, you need to. And he is what I like to call an expert. He's the kind of guy who knows what's going on. So we defer to him in these moments. How are you today, Chris? I'm doing just fine. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm better now that you said you would come on and do this for us. Signing day is the 19th. We know that this is the opportunity now that kids can make this decision in December as opposed to having to wait till February. How has that changed the way recruiting has worked? Uh, I think it's, it's flipped. You know, last year was the first year and almost immediately December is the signing day period. You know, for years and years and years, it's all that first Wednesday in February, that first Wednesday in February, not anymore. That's, that's an afterthought nowadays. This is the big one. This is when schools are going to sign 90 to 95% of the players for their class. And West Virginia is not going to be any different this year. So the last thing I saw had West Virginia ranked a composite ranking, I believe, of 49th uh, for, yes. for total recruiting class. Is that accurate based on the way you score it? Yeah, that's that's where we have them ranked over 24-7 sports and, um, you know, with 15 public commitments at the time. Um, you know, there is a little bit of an impact on how many kids you have in your class. So um, it's not, a, I know 49 isn't too bad. It probably doesn't, isn't as high as some people want, but uh, I think it's a bit misleading considering WVU only has 15 commits and has a couple transfers coming too that don't count towards that number. So what are we expecting on Wednesday? Wednesday the 19th being the day that these kids can make this decision. What are we what are, we, what are you expecting, I should say, and what should we as Mountaineer Nation, what should we be looking forward to? So there's a new 25-man hard cap for every class. Uh, there's already a couple kids that are counting towards this class and transfers that showed up late in wide receiver Isaiah Esdale and linebacker Vandarius Cowan. Mm-hmm. And so let's say we have 23 spots. I expect, and, and there's 15 commitments, I expect West Virginia to sign about 20 kids on Wednesday, best case scenario. Um, and so that would put them with, we leave them with about three spots to fill in some late things, maybe hold a spot or two for a grad transfer in the spring. So you're looking at five guys that could, could join the class in the next couple of days. And four of them are probably high school kids. And then maybe one transfer. I think that was the big name. I'll go ahead and get into it that visited this past weekend was former Auburn wide receiver Nate Craig Myers, you know, former four-star top 50 kid, 
who was starting for Auburn at the beginning of this season and left after three games just because the offense was not what he had been promised. Uh, they had gone under coaching, a full coaching staff change uh, during his time there already, uh, and he just didn't feel comfortable. Then he had a, a relationship with uh, Coach Blackwell, the running backs coach for WVU. Ended up coming up for a visit this weekend, and, and you know we'll see what happens. But I feel confident in saying that WVU might get some good news from him on Wednesday. It sounds really good. I know Allie Jennings was also there this weekend. Yeah, he's another guy. I think that would pretty much those two guys would solidify the wide receiver group for this class. You know, you get three um, big time high school kids with Terrence Dostin, who committed last week, Allie Jennings, and then Winston Wright, who's been a commit since the summer. And then you add in, and those guys have great potential to be contributors, starters, stars down the road. And then Nate Craig Myers can step in and play right away. It's a nice little combination they got. And can't nobody tell Jet Life right that he ain't the truth, man. He He's repping throwing up you already. Yeah, he is. You know, I, I'm looking at the commitment list right now. He is, uh, was this the fifth highest rated or fourth highest rated kid in the class, which is respectable. But as far as the coaching staff is concerned, he's right up there with maybe number one. I mean, he, he's not as high ranked as some of the receivers that West Virginia has recruited or is after, at least as far as the recruiting rankings go. But as far as the coaches board, he was up there. What about Ashim uh, Young? Is that his name? That is his name. Yeah, he's a former 2018 kid, former four-star, top 247 guy, uh, committed to Penn State, got in some trouble, uh, some legal trouble that resulted in him losing his scholarship to Penn State. And um, you know now he had to go to Glenn Mills, which I'm not sure who all out there is familiar with Glenn Mills. It is where former basketball player Eric Murray had to go for a while. It's kind of a a school for kids who are going through the juvenile detention system. Um, and so it's a place for him to rehabilitate. And so far he has fulfilled all his obligations for his legal trouble. And if everything pans out, you know, he, he's here on an official visit. He could be part of the class and it's something we'll find out soon because he plans on enrolling early as in next month. So it should be something that could be this week. Be nice to have him to go with Vondarius Cowan. Uh, that that kid, Vondarius Cowan, that he was a former Bama kid, um, but athletically he's a freak, right? He is the idea. If you say I want to build a middle linebacker, a Mike linebacker in Madden, you know, you just take his measurables and put it together. Yeah, that's that's what you want. Yeah, he's a dog, man. He's a dog. So I'm looking forward to having him too. Who who would you say is like a diamond in the rough? Like maybe. You mentioned Winston Wright already, how the how highly the coaches esteem him. Is there anybody else that jumps off the page at you, somebody that, you look, that you've looked at their film or have you been able to engage with that you just think is going to be somebody that might surprise Mountaineer fans? What's funny is it, it's now not counting kickers. Kickers are always graded lower than other position players. No matter Even if they're the very best kicker in the country, they're going to be – probably the lowest rated kid in the class. And that's the case with Colton McGee, who I think is one of the top kids at kicker punter combos in the country. But so that aside from him, the two lowest graded kids in this class are linebacker, Jared Bartlett yeah. and lineman, Brandon Yates. Bartlett is a stud, a pass rushing linebacker that the coaches love that depending on where you look and who you ask could have, you know, I'm not sure how many of these were committable, but could have upwards of 30 offers. 
Um, a lot of schools loved his measurables, loved his speed, that combination of athleticism and size. And then there's Brandon Yates, who Southern Cal, as in USC, the school that doesn't recruit anything but five-star kids out West, they tried to steal him from West Virginia. This is West Virginia's third lowest rated kid in the class, and Southern Cal is trying to steal him right before signing day. So that just tell you what you know the coaches and fo- football coaches think about his talent and his potential. That's good news. Anytime you see, anytime I see big time schools trying to shark somebody from us, trying to snake somebody from us, I love it. So it's good insight. Last question. Uh, big knock on Dana Holgerson, not from us. Jeremy and I here are the Raspy Voice kids. We don't have any problem with how Dana recruits this position. Um, we don't care how you get a quarterback, whether it's Juco or out of high school. But a lot of the fan base is upset that we can't get a high school quarterback. Now, we got Trey Lowe on scholarship, dual threat, three-star, uh, multiple sport athlete, baseball and football. Do we have anyone in this class that we should look forward to? I don't think so. I think, uh, you know, I was told back last summer West Virginia had basically five kids in the twenty high school seniors that they felt comfortable offering in this class of 2019. And if they did not get one of those five kids, they were going to go to the transfer market again. And they offered those five kids. Those five kids all chose to go elsewhere. And West Virginia said, okay, we're going to evaluate a few guys. They got a few guys that they like as uh, pretty talented preferred walk-on types, um, which I know won't get too many people excited, but um, there are a few options out there, but then I think the main focus has been starting to make a board for transfers, guys with four years to play three seasons, three years to play three, something like that, that could come after the spring, maybe sit out next year and then be ready to go. You got any names for us? I, honestly, I re- you know, everybody wants to know. I really do not right now. Uh, you know, I, I, the kid from Utah, I know it was linked early on uh, Tuttle, I think is, was his last name. Yeah. Um, but I think the connection there was, was coach Spavitol. So it's not, I don't know if that's going to stick. Um, everybody wants to get all, I know he's already picked Missouri, but like Kelly Bryant and some of these guys on the East coast, but I think a lot of the names that get thrown out there are just people saying, Hey, WV likes transfers. Let's throw it out there. And I'm not sure which any or which one of those are legit at this time. So there's nobody that has a name that rhymes with Halen Jerts. <laughs> no? I, I don't think that's going to happen, though. No. All right. Well, you know, I got to ask, man, and if anybody knows, you're you're one of the guys who's going to know. So uh, we thank you for coming on, man. I, I hope you enjoyed it. I, I've enjoyed it. We've never had you on. I've been trying to do this for about a year, so we're grateful that you were able to take some time out of your day, out of yeah. your evening to talk to us, and uh, we'll look forward to what's going on. And, folks, we want to give him a round of applause. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, anytime I want to have you on, just let me know. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, that's what we're going to do. We'll, we'll check in on you. I'll DM you. Uh, now I got your phone number so I can call you randomly when I want to be nosy and find out things that you're not telling <laughs> the general public. Uh, but I'm going to let you get back to your right. night, man. Thanks a lot. All right, thanks a lot for having me on. All right, yeah. bye. Podcast Network.